Hello and welcome to Into Your Life podcast. I'm Lenka and I'm joined here by my wonderful co-host Natalie. Hi, we invite you to join our weekly conversations about finding more life in one's life. Well, what does it actually mean? We have discussions about ways to live happier, healthier and more fulfilling lives, both personally and professionally. That sounds great. Let's go. Lately, I've been thinking about being creative by starting to bring fun into into my life and getting back into my being creative. Or I guess it could also be classes, hobbies or creativity or whatever it is. But one thing that I used to do a lot of, I used to do a lot of sort of handcrafts. I used to do a lot of like sewing with cross stitch. I used to create things. I used to do calligraphy. I did a lot of these sort of creative handcrafting type hobbies. And I had loads of them. I did basket weaving and ceramics. You name it, I've done it. Except for painting and drawing. Those things used to do my head in and I found them extremely stressful. I loved dyeing materials. And in South Africa, I used to make my own clothes because it was cheaper to buy material make your own clothes than it is to buy clothes in the UK it's cheaper to buy clothes than it is the material but over the years when I've been building and growing my business I've been dropping these creativity out of my life and instead I'm being creative online yes writing a blog or thinking of ideas or marketing ideas but I want to talk about the the creativity just for the sheer joy of it, not for the the necessity of it. And this is something that is that is coming back to me now is I'm wanting to get back into the the drawing and the coloring in, you know, the adult coloring in. I mean, how much fun is that? I want to get back into the calligraphy, back into the cross stitching, back into something, or maybe even find something new but actually using my hands to create something. Because as as you and I have discussed, meditation is something that I do struggle with. But when you are so focused on a task and you're using your hands with it, whether it's knitting, crocheting, all these things, you are focused. It's almost like a meditation. So I'd love to know what are your thoughts on, on being creative? Have you done any of it yourself is this something that you're thinking about or you just thinking Natalie you finally lost the plot <laughs> you know you finally gone cuckoo but I'd love to just hear what are your thoughts about sort of handcrafting hobbies creativity whichever way you look at it oh I think you're absolutely onto something because there is something about the visceral feeling of touching and creating and bringing to life something. I've never been the one to really get into these kind of a hobbies. My hobbies often been reading and traveling and that kind of a thing. But I see the appeal. Like at some point, I really got into coloring books, like adult coloring books. And it is wonderful where, you know, you can have a podcast, you can... Um, you know, watch TV or webinar or something like that, but you still have this visceral feeling. And that's for me right now, the creativity is still more writing. So it is a lot of typing 
or journaling with pen and paper, but it is more for the fun of it or the process of it, experimenting. It is less with the goal of it's for my marketing, it's for my business, it needs to look in a certain way. So I'm working on a lot of unlearning and leaning into the creativity of, I want to explore writing for just writing, for the sense of I want to see what I can write and how writing makes me feel. And if I can write with other people and if I can write a poetry, I've never been the one to read poetry or write poetry. So I challenged myself the other day to write. It was still for marketing for my business, but it was to write a basic poem. And I loved it and people enjoyed it. So I totally get the hands-on creativity. And for me, that's probably right now more of gardening. And I said the gardening can be a bit of a creativity because you still need to think about the plants. You get your hands dirty, you create something. Or we've been just refurbishing a couple old pieces of furniture. So the sanding, all the little details. And there is something that really brings you in that you don't have to have any other stimuli. We spent a whole day in a dusty room just sanding everything. And it was beautiful. It was like a meditation. It was so restorative for the mind. So, and I see it everywhere. Lots of people are coming back to pottery, to painting and knitting and crochet and all sorts of things. And yeah, it sounds like lots of fun. So I'm very much looking forward to what it will be the one, two, three, four, five things that have you done something already? Is there something on your mind that you're like, this is the thing I'm going to do next? I want to know more and I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to create. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. But but as you said, I think people are coming back to the the using our hands. It's And I know this is something we've discussed in, in a previous episode about what is our nature. You know, where do we come from as, as humans? And if you think we used to make everything ourselves, we made our own clothes, we made our own food, we cooked, you know, not just cooked it, but we made our own butter and bread and, and everything else. We were churning, baking, kneading, whatever needed. But now we just go to the shops, we buy everything, we buy our own clothes, we buy the material, we don't necessarily have to make our own. And I think this is something that we miss. It's so involved in in our brains I mean for me it's a lot of like the brain stuff but none of the body stuff and this is what I, I love about using my hands is I have tried loads of hobbies and stopped them for one reason or another and I'm quite happy to you know maybe look for some craft classes or workshops near me that I can go and and try something and see does it work doesn't it work and also when you are thinking of hobbies, it's the space that you have. You know, I don't have a huge house with a lot of space, so what can I do? So maybe basket weaving might not be the right thing to do right now, but there's nothing to stop me going to a class and just enjoying one session and one day of it. But it's it's getting back to that, back to our human nature, getting back to who are we as, as humans? What is our humanness that will help us to connect with who are we? 
what can I make? I mean, there's so many talented people out there who can make the most amazing things. Are they doing it? And you mentioned woodwork. Yes, I think something that I would love to maybe learn to do is chainsaw sculpturing. I mean, that looks like so much fun. I mean, come on, me with a chainsaw. Can you picture that? It's like, listen to your neighbours, leave home. <laughs> but, I mean, if you think of the beauty that, that people with this, this chainsaw, they create beautiful sculptures out of wood. My, Michelangelo, Da Vinci, you name all these sculptures that you see all over in museums or anywhere, that's with a chisel and hammer. I mean, wow. And I'm not saying that we've got to become like these masters, of, you know, Da Vinci and Michelangelo's and painting the Sistine chapels and all that. But what's to stop us learning to sew cushion covers for our, our, our sofas? What's to stop us making our own curtains? What's to stop us learning to sew clothes for ourselves? Or to knead bread from scratch, bake bread from scratch, or create beautiful children's books with some amazing drawings, anything. What is to stop us doing that? Why do we need to rely on computers to, to create this? And as I mentioned earlier, I've been thinking about getting back into the art of calligraphy, and I was never, you know, amazing at it, but it, I was learning. It's creating new muscles. I thought, well, I can just get something online and you can print and I can look like. And I thought, but that defeats the object. It's about creating something from hand. And we used to give gifts to people that were handmade. Now we buy stuff. So this is this is sort of the, the tangent that the, the way that I'm going is, do we create something to give to somebody else? Do we create something for us? Do we do it for our mental health and, and well-being? Do we do it to, I mean, it's good to learn a new skill. I mean, it's good for the brain with neuroscience and that. Do we do it for the sheer joy of it, getting back into our, almost our human nature on who we need to be, who we are? I don't know. This is a very big topic that I've been sort of mulling over the last few days because I've noticed in my own life, there's that missing piece of the puzzle. And I'm so focused on, you know, my marketing and, you know, getting things out there all for the business. But what about my, my just something just for the sheer joy of it? And who knows, somebody might get something in the post that I've made. Oh, my dear, don't ever give me your address. <laughs> but the thing is, it's just... Why don't we as step back into becoming or just embracing who we used to be? It doesn't mean we gotta go live in the woods and, and everything else. I know you would like to, Linka, but it doesn't mean that we need to. But what's wrong with making things? And especially for kids today, what's wrong with them making cards for their grandparents or cards for their friends or drawing or or whatever it is? Why aren't we doing it? So I'm just leaving that there for our audience. I'm going to leave it there for them to answer the question for themselves. Do you have a last thought, Linka? 
Well, I think there are a couple of tangents we could go also into. One of them is the role of technology and kind of consumption compared to really creating and production and rather than just being this passive entity that just is bombarded by all the information and yes, receives all the creation to take the control back and be the creators, even if it is learning digital technologies more and learning more how to create videos or how to use traditional cameras to do photography. It doesn't necessarily have to be going back to the woods and going back to basic, basic, basics, but be more of the creator, really take the agency. I also think that a big aspect is the community because lots of these things are done in classes, in groups with other people, sharing, supporting each other. And again, it's not about perfection. It's not about becoming a master. It is about having an experience together that's not just watching Netflix. That is, you come out with something that you've created that your peers have created and that you've had conversation around. And just one experience I have, which again, it's not the pure creativity maybe, but earlier this year at a bachelorette party, we went to pesto making class. We were six, 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 seven, eight people there, good wine, lovely Italian lady explaining how every single leaf of the basil has to be washed and iced and dried. That is creativity because I've never tasted a better pesto than that. That took us an hour to make. But it was such a bonding experience. So I think there's so many layers to this topic that I'm grateful that you brought, that I'm sure we'll come back to and we'll look at differently and we will get some guests. And it is now up to you, our listeners, our viewers, our lovely community. Tell us, what is your creative endeavor? Have you been doing it for long? Have you started something new? How have you found it? Tell us more about it. Are you an expert? Are you someone who's really passionate about something that could be classed as creativity? And you see that we are very broad with our definition of creativity? Get in touch. We'd love to have you as a guest. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to our conversation, please share it with your friends and colleagues and don't forget to subscribe. We would love it if you could give us a five-star rating and write a short review.